Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. We haven't dropped too much in the last hour or so. 56 in Reston, 58 in Bethesda. At 659. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. Campaign 2024 here on WTOP. Polls close in most of Michigan in an hour as that state holds its Democratic and Republican primaries. We've got the latest from CBS News in seconds. Then we go in depth with the National Journal itself. The man accused of leading police on a chaotic chase across Maryland's suburbs is being charged with DUI. I'm Scott Gelman. A suspect in a local church shooting plot wanted to target men in relationships. What if you could tell if there was COVID in the air before you walked into a restaurant? I'm Neil Orgenstein. The Dow loses 97 points. It is 7 o'clock. It's primary day in Michigan. Y'all, I'm still standing here. Oval Office meeting on possible government shutdown. We are making good progress. Two men convicted in death of Jam Master Jay. Justice delayed, not always justice denied. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Despite not yet winning a contest to Donald Trump, some voters on this primary day in Michigan urged GOP candidate Nikki Haley to stay in the race. Haley asks during last-minute stumping... Don't you think we need to have mental competency tests for anyone over the age of 75? In Dearborn, Michigan... Chance of Genocide Joe as the Arab community tries to get Democrats to check the uncommitted box in protest of Biden administration policy in the Middle East. Adam Abusala will be one of them. We're disgusted. We're very hurt by what he's doing. Oakland University political science professor David Dulio. If a sizable portion of the Democratic electorate here in Michigan votes uncommitted during the primary, that will be a five-alarm fire for the White House and for the Biden campaign. President Biden says he's optimistic a deal can be reached soon for a ceasefire in Gaza, but as CBS's Robert Berger reports from Jerusalem... Both Israel and Hamas expressed skepticism about President Biden's comment... But talks are continuing in Doha with the key mediators, the U.S., Qatar, and Egypt. As one Qatari official put it, we are hopeful but not necessarily optimistic. As the government heads toward the start of a shutdown this Friday, House Speaker Mike Johnson says after meeting with President Biden today. We've been working in good faith around the clock every single day for months and and weeks. And over the last several days, we're very optimistic. CBS's Linda Kenyon. The president met with the big four, the top two leaders of the House and the top two leaders of the Senate. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says there was a lot of agreement in that meeting. All four uh, congressional leaders agreed with the president and the vice president uh, that a shutdown is unacceptable. But as you all know, the clock is ticking. Ticking toward a government shutdown on Friday for some government operations and next Friday for others. Jean-Pierre says this would cause needless damage to families, the economy and to national security. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, the White House. Midwesterners who've seen unseasonably warm weather are in for storms this evening. Odyssey New York meteorologist Craig Allen reports. This tornado watch extends from just south of Milwaukee, extends on down through Rockford to Aurora and Chicago and all suburbs of Chicago and then over the border into the northwest sections of Indiana. Stocks closed mixed on Wall Street. Now this. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 7.03 
12.03 on WTOP, Tuesday evening, February 27th, 2024. Resting at 56 degrees, down to the 40s again tonight. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. He's accused of stealing a large highway help truck, then hitting 13 cars, injuring five people during a wild chase across Maryland's suburbs earlier this month. Investigators say some of his victims were police officers in SUVs. Now the man is facing multiple charges, including driving while impaired and assault. Let's get the latest tonight from WTOP Scott Gelman. Charging documents say Flavio Cesar Lanuza smelled like alcohol at the time he was arrested, and he later admitted to consuming it. He's being charged with driving under the influence, unlawful taking of a motor vehicle, and first and second degree assault. Lanuza is accused of leading police on a chase across Maryland's suburbs in a stolen state highway truck. In the final moments of their pursuit, charging documents say police used spike stop sticks to try and stop the car. But Lanuza is accused of then driving on the truck's metal rims, hitting several other cars while driving in the wrong direction. When the truck finally stopped, Lanuza is accused of resisting arrest by hiding his hands under his body. Documents say it took at least three Montgomery County police officers and a state trooper to take Lanuza into custody. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Now 704 on WTOP. Federal prosecutors have taken over the case against a Northern Virginia man accused of preparing to launch a mass shooting at a Prince William County megachurch. New federal court documents show the suspect wanted to target men in relationships. In letters found inside his Falls Church apartment, 35-year-old Rui Zhang is accused of writing, I am here to deny the love lives by God to these lucky men by taking out these men. That's a quote from the letter. Prince William County prosecutors dropped charges against Zhang to clear the way for his prosecution in U.S. District Court in Alexandria. A conviction on federal charges can often result in longer prison sentences. Zhang was arrested in late September at the Park Valley Church in Haymarket, where a police officer found him with a gun and a knife. Police were acting on a tip they'd gotten hours earlier, and they credited quick cooperation between multiple police departments in preventing a tragedy at that church. 705. Through sobs, the father of a man with Down syndrome urged lawmakers in Annapolis to pass a bill to create a special missing persons alert. WTOP's Kate Ryan reports. Jimmy Hall's anguish during the six days that his adult son was missing in October was made clear to lawmakers in Annapolis. It would be insensitive for this bill not to get passed. Hall's 31-year-old son, Rashawn Williams, has Down syndrome and is nonverbal. His family was shocked to find that police couldn't use a silver alert to help find him because that's for people 60 and older. Rashawn, who reached out to comfort his father during the Senate hearing, was finally found inside the Glenmont Metro Station. Hall told senators creating the purple alert for people with cognitive impairments and developmental disabilities. The purple alert can be the voice for future families. That voice that Rashawn didn't have. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Even as we move further away from the peak of the COVID pandemic, that virus continues to make people sick. Researchers say they're hard at work on ways to prevent it. In our backyard, the work is focused on checking out the air in a building for COVID just before you walk in. That's the research going on at Virginia Tech. We're trying to make it possible that someone could walk into a space and within 15 minutes do something like a rapid test on the air to find out if there's virus in the air. Lead researcher Lindsay Marr. In general terms, you'd capture air in a restaurant or a theater in a big bag, squeeze it through a filter onto a test strip. Put a few drops of liquid on there. You wait 
wait 10 minutes and then you have an answer, maybe a, a color change on a little strip. Yes, no, in terms of if there's enough virus there to be worried about. But don't plan on using it this weekend. I'd say we're still a few years out from this becoming something that you could go buy at the store. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. We're getting some more details of the upgrades planned for FedEx Field. The commanders say they'll spend more than $75 million on improvements to the stadium and make your experience during game days much better, they say. The upgrades include faster ways into the stadium, new premium options for seats and suites, and better food and drink. The team says that there will be a better sound system in place, too. A VIP field tunnel club is coming for fans that would let you buy access to cheer on the players from just feet away as they run through that tunnel and take the field. Last summer, new owner Josh Harris did promise a better time for you in Landover. Big sign for the fans to see that Josh Harris and his ownership group does care about the fans. He wants a home field experience, home field advantage. So while they are still there, he wants to kind of put a Band-Aid on it and make it presentable. Uh, until they move. WTOP Sports Director, Commanders Beat Reporter George Wallace. The Commanders set to stay at FedEx Field until at least 2027. Coming up here on WTOP, this is a first world problem for sure, but there's an easy, less messy way to eat those Reese's peanut butter eggs that we get at Easter time. 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, let's go to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. And we'll start in the district. Northbound DC 295 is heavy on slow getting up to Eastern Avenue. The crash there has cleared. All travel lanes are now open. Now, Outer Loop Beltway in Maryland getting into Virginia quite slow from River Road, but the crash before the Dulles Toll Road is now out of the roadway. That is now on the right shoulder. If anything is left at all, all travel lanes have been reopened there on the outer loop. So things are starting to pick up there. Inner loop is still quite slow from Route 7 to the American Legion Bridge, by the way. After that, you're good to 270 through Bethesda, Silver Spring, College Park, Greenbelt. It's moving much better. Southbound Branch Avenue, Route 5, very slow through Brandywine. Getting to a point at the 301 merge in Brandywine, the crash is along the right side of the roadway. 50 to the Bay Bridge is pretty good to go. We have a bit of a slowdown, but it's starting to clear out. Of course, you've only got two lanes open for eastbound traffic because of weather conditions. 95, Baltimore-Washington Parkway, 270 each doing all right. The WTLP Newsroom, furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go next to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Cloudy conditions with scattered showers this evening. Our temperatures will continue to drop just a little bit. By morning, we'll be down into the mid-50s to lower 60s. Hey, that's higher than our afternoon temperatures this time of the year. So it's going to be mild, rather muggy, and a humid day tomorrow, close to 70 degrees. As we track the next weather maker, forecasting windswept rain with the system. Also, we're already going with a storm alert with 9 a.m. till 8 p.m. Areas of rain and wind. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson at the First Alert Weather Center. At the wharf in D.C., we're at 58, National Harbor 59, Sterling 57. Some parts of the area could stay in the 50s during the overnight hours, a few of us dipping into the 40s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
It's Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Brennan Hazelton. A coal company owned by West Virginia Governor Jim Justice has been found in contempt by a federal judge for not following an order to pay an insurance company more than half a million dollars. Southern Coal Corporation has a week to pay up before fines kick in. Good news if you don't like peeling the foil off those Reese's peanut butter mini eggs at Easter time, as Hershey is introducing an unwrapped version. Another mixed day on the street with the Dow closing down 97, NASDAQ up 59, S&P up 9. Brandon Hazelton, WTOP News. Australia's ASX 200 is down a quarter percent. At LMI, they're reimagining the path from insight to outcome at the new speed of possible. Discover what you can achieve at www.lmi.org. The voting is almost over in Michigan. Most polls close at 8. A few will stay open until 9. We've got all the latest on the Democratic and Republican primaries ahead with National Journal. Here on your election source, WTOP 712. Hey, it's Brett from Bull Oak. Are you struggling with ED? If so, you must listen to this. There's a groundbreaking solution available right now, and it's not a pill. It's from Bull Oak. This treatment involves cutting-edge wave therapy, a clinically proven technology that restores blood vessels and enhances blood flow. It is supported from 60 clinical studies, including Cambridge. If you're ready to reignite that bedroom spark, call today, Tuesday, February 27th. For your free assessment and ultrasound, call today only and you'll get your first treatment free. That's right, one free treatment to solve your blood flow issue. Become the man you want to be today. And don't waste your time waiting for those pills to kick in. Man up now. Call 703-337-1919. That's 703-337-1919. Guys, it's time to reclaim your life and put an end to ED. Call Bull Oak to qualify. Act now before this offer expires today. Call 703 703- 3-337-1919. Coming up, a salary of $150,000 a year is good, right? It's a high amount. Maybe not in our area. That's on the way a little later. Stay with us. The Honda Ridgeline, Passport, and Pilot are in a league of their own when it comes to rugged capability. Their relentless power and versatility make these vehicles the ultimate challengers for exhilarating adventures and formidable terrain. But it's not just performance that makes these cars special. It's the unwavering determination that inspires everything we do. That's why we're KBB.com's best value brand of 2023. Contact your local Washington area Honda dealer for a great deal today. Available all-wheel drive on Pilot based on 2023 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book. Visit KBB.com for more information. Before you use AI to transform your agency, you need to begin with trust. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash federal. IBM. Let's create. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 714, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks so much for being with us. 
campaign 2024 on WTOP, Joe Biden and Donald Trump seem to be marching toward their respective presidential nominations. But Michigan's primary tonight could reveal some political perils for both of them. Trump may face a block of stubbornly persistent GOP voters who favor his only remaining rival, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. President Biden is confronting an energized movement of disillusioned voters upset with his handling of the war in Gaza. Michigan is the last major primary state before Super Tuesday and a critical swing state in November's general election. Even if President Biden and Mr. Trump post dominant victories tonight, both campaigns might be looking at the margins for signs of weakness. Let's take you live tonight to National Journal Hotline Editor Kirk Beto. Welcome back, Kirk, and, and thank you so much. What would you say uh, to add to our introduction here? Are you also kind of looking at those margins? Yeah, we're keyed in right now, more looking toward November than how we're looking tonight. We're looking at the protest vote in the Democratic primary. Uh, listen to Michigan, the activist group that's organizing this protest vote over the war between Israel and Hamas and how the administration's handling it, has sent a benchmark of about 10,000 uncommitted votes. We'll see if they get that tonight. And then on the Republican side, I'm really looking to see if uh, Nikki Haley can maintain that 40% mark that she hit in South Carolina to see if there's still that sizable chunk of GOP primary voters who are still upset with Trump. And that, again, Haley is not going to win Michigan tonight. You know, spoiler alert, everybody, Biden and Trump are going to win this primary, but it's the margins that we're looking at because this is going to be a key battleground state come November. So taking what you discussed one by one for President Biden and the Muslim American and Arab American voters who are furious with him over the treatment of the Palestinians in Gaza, when it comes down to money time in November, could it be that they do end up pulling the proverbial uh, lever for him anyway after a protest vote tonight? It could. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about how this is a very ceremonial protest vote tonight. You know, Biden faced a similar protest vote in New Hampshire where he wasn't even on the ballot and he still cruised to victory as a write-in. Now, the the big fear here is that these disaffected voters, Michigan has a large population of Muslim voters, Arab American voters, and young voters as well. Those are the two, those are the three key groups that are really spearheading this protest vote right now. And look, if you look back till uh, 2020, Michigan was decided by, you know, up about 150,000 votes or so. It was still pretty close. If those people decide to stay home, that could be the difference between a a Trump White House or a Biden White House. And until this week, we were saying that Nikki Haley has plenty of money. She could keep rolling as a Trump challenger and critic and sort of, uh, in case of emergency, break glass alternate candidate. But with the Koch brothers bailing out on her this week, is, is that about over now? I think it's more of the the Koch brothers thinking that what can we get for a bang for our buck? In the same week, they also announced ad buys in two key Republican Senate races in Pennsylvania and Nevada. So I think they're looking more toward what can we have the biggest impact on? Nikki Haley has a lot of resources on her own to stay at least in the race and keep the lights on here right now. She raised a million dollars in the day after uh, the South Carolina loss. So she can keep the operation going. She's committed to staying through Super Tuesday when 14 states will have their nominating contest. But beyond that, I mean, that's a little bit of a stretch right now. So we'll see what happens next. All right. We thank you for the preview, Kirk. And of course, look forward to talking to you in roughly three hours when hopefully we have a lot of results to pour over. Thank you again. 
Looking forward to it. Talk to you soon. Same here. Kirk Beto live on WTOP National Journal Hotline. Top stories on WTOP. Looks like House Speaker Mike Johnson stood alone during that meeting at the White House aimed at preventing a government shutdown and getting money and arms to desperate fighters in Ukraine. Two men are convicted of murder in the death of Run DMC star Jam Master Jay 22 years ago. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. We are brought to you by Finch AI, powered by Finch AI, driving smarter decisions and increasing productivity in speed and scale. Learn more at FinchAI.com. Now it's time for Bob Imler in the Traffic Center. On southbound Route 5, heavy and slow through Brandywine, the crash is right at the merge with 301 on southbound Branch Avenue, getting my single file to the left. On the Beltway on the Outer Loop, improving a bit, getting over the American Legion Bridge. They cleared the crash at the Dulles Toll Road. Interloop Beltway, that is still quite slow. Through Tysons to the American Legion Bridge after that, the pace is pretty good. And in the district northbound, D.C. 295, recovering from the earlier crash at Eastern. That is now gone, and delays have all but cleared out there. Things are running pretty well around the region, really. Uh, let's start in Virginia with the outer loop just briefly slow at the Wilson Bridge, 395, 95, and 66 each without delay. And back in Maryland on 95, uh, doing quite well between the beltways. Baltimore-Washington Parkway a little bit slow each way through Riverdale. And uh, 50 to the Bay Bridge is running pretty freely, as does 270. ASRC Federal supports U.S. government missions that are critical to our country's success while building an enduring legacy from more than 14,000 Alaskan Native shareholders. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Bob. Now let's go to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Some scattered showers this evening and overnight. Our temperature is between 55 and 62 degrees. Tomorrow going to be quite warm, closer to 70 degrees with more humidity in the air. Already going with a storm alert starting at 9 a.m. Wednesday with it ending at 8 p.m. Wednesday. Your heaviest rain and wind will be 3 to 8 p.m. with over a half inch of rain and wind gusts 30 to 40 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. All right, Veronica, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist tonight. Take a look at our temperatures and conditions here with Springfield at 59, Farragut Square 58, Laurel 58 degrees, falling to the lower 50s and upper 40s in a few suburbs. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, Heating and Air, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, we're not used to the price of a single with cheese and a large frosty changing, depending on the time of day. But Wendy's is going to start experimenting with surge pricing. A costly frosty. It's 721. Hey, Washington, D.C., are you looking for new ways to save? Well, on Verizon, you don't need to be on a family plan to get our best deals. Switch to Verizon, and for a limited time, plans start at just $50 per month for a single line with auto pay plus taxes and fees when you bring your own phone with unlimited welcome. That's a savings of $15 per month. And when you switch now, you can save on the things you love to stream, like Netflix and Max. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. A better plan to save is Verizon. This offer won't last long. Visit your local Verizon store to switch and save big today. $180 BYOD promo credit per phone applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line with your own 4G or 5G smartphone on unlimited welcome plan required. $360 local promo credit applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line. Additional terms apply in select markets only. Auto pay and paper-free billing required. For unlimited welcome plan in times of congestion, unlimited 5G and 4G LTE may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Domestic data roaming at 2G speeds. This is WTOP News. 
It's 722, and we're glad you're here tonight. The scammers are busy these days making phone calls to steal your money or personal information. Some of these calls sound pretty convincing. WTOP traffic reporter Steve Dresner is used to the squawking sound of police scanners in the traffic center. But when a scammer called him on his cell phone, claiming to be from the sheriff's office, with the sound of police radios in the background, it sounded real when the caller demanded money for unpaid fines related to jury duty. He named invoice numbers and a juror number. It was as real as it got. Montgomery County Police say some signs of a phone scam. The caller goes to great lengths to keep you on the phone and makes things sound extremely urgent. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Wendy's is considering a controversial menu change. The fast food chain may soon use dynamic pricing, similar to Uber, where it charges you more during busier hours. WTOP's Nick Ionelli catches up with some Wendy's customers in North Bethesda. I was shocked, first because it's a fast food place, and that's what everybody's trying to go for these days, to save some money. Think about it. You go to a Wendy's for a burger, and all of a sudden, the price is different. It jumped up because it's busier at the restaurant. That's something the fast food chain is considering, and customers here aren't happy about it. You think you're going to stop coming if they do it? I'm not coming at the prime times. Trust me, because if people stop going, then they'll change their little tune. If I come to Wendy's thinking I'm going to pay $5 for a burger and I have to pay $7 because I chose to come at a busy time, I think I'm going to go, you know what, I think I'll go somewhere else. They'll actually lose customers, and that's not a good thing. At a Wendy's in North Bethesda, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Is making six figures still something to brag about? A new study shows that making $150,000 per year in some parts of our area and some parts of the nation is considered lower middle class, 150000 a year. One spot in our area is featured. Arlington, Virginia comes in at first place, followed by San Francisco, San Jose, and Irvine, California. Then Seattle and Plano, Texas, all in the top ten for where making $150,000 a year is not considered a lot. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Eye on Travel Minute. Each year, The Economist magazine publishes the list of the most expensive cities in the world. The metrics compare cost of living in 172 cities, looking at inflation, local taxes, and currency exchange rates. Topping the list this year, two cities that are tied as being most expensive, Zurich and Singapore. No surprises here. Singapore has topped the list for more than a decade. Other pricey cities? Geneva, tied with New York, followed by Hong Kong, Los Angeles, and Paris. Rounding out the list? Tel Aviv, Copenhagen, and San Francisco. Get out your wallets. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. 725. Let's go to Frank Hanrahan. Got the uh, Wizards trying to snap a 11-game losing skid, Dimitri. They are winless in February, and they have the Golden State Warriors in town. But the Wizards off to a pretty decent start. 19-12 lead over the Warriors and Steph Curry, who is yet to score. Let me update that for you. 21-16 now. Wizards leading Golden State. About three and a half left in the first quarter of play. Capitals, a quick turnaround visiting Detroit. And right now the Caps... Down one zip early in the first period on the road. College hoops, Georgetown getting blasted at Villanova, 43-19. Also on the men's side, GW trails UMass, 21-11. That's in the first half. George Mason down 7-6 early at Fordham. Virginia Tech trailing Syracuse, 15-13 in the first half of play. NFL combo.